재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 South Korea is viewed as a success story of foreign aid. It is a country that's transitioned from an aid recipient to an emerging donor in less than 50 years. To that end, last Friday, the world's biggest donors agreed to expand the definition of Official Development Assistance, ODA, to include security and defense spending. Although the committee emphasized that the broader definition would be more effective in conflicts and crises, many campaigners believe that it runs the risk of diluting the original concept of ODA. To tell us more, we're very pleased to have joining us Professor James Pitzel of Development Studies at London School of Economics and Political Science. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm doing great, Professor. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, as it stands, what is the current definition of official development assistance and uh, what types of spending are generally considered uh, part of ODA? Okay, I mean, that's a, a really good place to start. Um, there was a big battle historically, and in the late 1960s, the definition of ODA was clarified for two big reasons. Um, they there was an effort to try to separate clearly uh, aid that would go to uh, economic development and welfare of developing countries from military aid and the aid that was generally used to promote commercial activities of the donor country. And so that definition was clarified, and all aid was monitored by the Development Assistance Committee of the OECD, precisely to ensure that no country would count as aid whatever they're providing in military assistance or whatever they're doing to promote the sales of their own goods. Um, at the same time, there was a target established that uh, the rich countries, the OECD countries, um, would aim to contribute 0.7%, um, not a huge amount, yeah. of their GDP to overseas aid. Um, and so that was the that was the standing um, uh, definition of aid. Of course, there 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 were different problems related to that because um, some big budget items uh, like technical assistance um, were were often spent mainly on the consultants coming from the rich countries, the mm -hmm. developed countries. So that's that's been a problem. Um, yeah, but so so we had a clarity of this separation. At the same time, one of the big problems in the international uh, aid effort is that military aid mm -hmm. never surveyed or counted, um, and there was no comparable body set up at that time to supervise and set up standards for the allocation of military aid to developing countries. Overall, um, this recent push now by some of the major aid donor nations, including, of course, the United States or Europe, uh, this push to have a wider definition, uh, what's their motivation? And do you feel that it would be indeed more effective in uh, reducing extreme poverty and creating global stability? Well, let me just bring up one issue, because, um, you know, in the, in the status quo ante, uh, from the early 1980s, um, it's not just a question of ODA's definition that was a problem. Mm. It was a real shift away from 
aid being given for productive activities in developing countries. So by, by um, in, in, in the early 1980s, you had about 12% of OECD aid was going to agriculture. But by, um, by the 2013, that had fallen to less than 4%. Um, if you think about the history of South Korea, South Korea's aid you know, that came in the 1950s and 1960s was very importantly um, given to compensate for current account deficits and to allow South Korea to industrialize. That whole idea um, is very much weakened, if not absent entirely, in OECD. Now, in terms of the move to include um, more expenses related to security and defense spending um, uh, as legitimate aid, um, this, this, really, this really is... A, a, a problem. Why has it begun? Mm. I mean, the, the first thing is that with the economic uh, crisis that has hit the OECD countries since 2008, there are many countries that have um, reduced the amount of aid that they're giving uh, to the developing world. And so things that were once counted as military spending, this move will allow those things to be counted as aid. Mm. And therefore, it allows OECD countries to claim that they're approaching or meeting the 0.7% uh, target when, when actually um, there, 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 there's a decline in aid. That, that, that's one thing. The, the other is a big tendency that's developed uh, to, uh, for, for aid to follow the military adventures and activities of the developed countries. So we can see, for instance, big shifts of aid after um, uh, 9-11 right. in, in relationship to the pursuit of the war in Afghanistan, big shifts of aid to, 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 to a country like Pakistan mm. getting you know, uh, much more uh, priority in the allocation of aid. Um, and and there is also a tendency to increasingly use military organizations of the OECD countries to deliver aid. Now, that's been going on before, but these changes will allow these particular uh, tendencies to be exacerbated. Bottom line, and you've pointed out some real concerns that uh, should be worrisome to everyone listening right now. Uh, what would be a better way to make sure these uh, wealthier nations, these OECD nations, uh, meet their uh, responsibilities of that 0.7% GDP, but get it to the nations that need it and get it into the specific areas that would be the most beneficial? Okay, let me point out a few points that I think would be crucial. The first thing is that we do live in an insecure world, and of course there needs to be, if anything, more attention placed on ensuring that um, developing countries have, have strong security. And in fact, most of these changes don't allow for that. So in other words, there should be a, um, a, a, a clarification of aid to support the security sectors in the developed country, in developing countries, um, clearly for that reason, it should be separately counted. It should be surveyed. We should be ensured that this is not money that's being used to promote 
arms sales of the rich countries, etc. Mm. But that, that is a really important issue, but that's not raised at all by these um, in, in the current OECD debate. So that's the first thing. The second thing is that um, w one of the problems um, in the aid system is that the so-called partner countries or the recipient countries themselves don't always have very good information from donors where the aid is going. Mm. Aid needs to be coursed through the developing country government's own systems rather than dispersed in a myriad of projects. And the third thing is there has to be a reconsideration of just how much aid is being given, for instance, to it sounds good, it sounds good for us, it, um, that, that aid goes to poverty alleviation. But aid didn't begin as a welfare effort. And one of the problems in the current thinking about aid is that every, every uh, down, dollar, pound, or euro of, uh, of age be going to poverty reduction per se. But the right. real long-term mechanism for alleviating poverty is to allow developing countries to develop their agricultural and their manufacturing sectors. Okay. And so there should be much greater attention on aid going to right. developing countries to promote production. We're going to have to leave it there, but Professor, uh, really appreciate your insights uh, and the great information you gave us. Thank you very much. Okay, thank you. Bye. Professor James Putzel from London School of Economics and Political Science, Seoul City News, up next.